Hello and welcome to the Anxiety to Confidence podcast. I'm Siobhan Booth and I am your host. This podcast is for anyone with an interest in mental health, overcoming anxiety and building confidence. Hello and welcome to this week's episode. I'm talking again this week about negative thoughts and negative thinking, um, partly because of a couple of questions that I've had from people who listen to this podcast and also a conversation with a client around negative thinking, what it is, how common it is, and it also leads us nicely into toxic positivity. And I also want to cover some of the techniques that you can use to actually overcome negative thinking, basically what you can do about it when you're realising that you're having those negative thoughts. Now, if you've listened to any of my other episodes, um, and there's quite a few on negative thinking, so I would strongly recommend you go back and have a look. You'll know that we as therapists, we call them cognitive distortions. So these are just negative things that we say to ourselves in our mind that have some sort of negative impact uh, because we have many thousands of thoughts in a, in a by a minutely basis. So some of those thoughts are positive. Some of them are quite neutral. Some of them are just observing what's around us, but some of them are quite negative and can have a detrimental impact. So those are the kind of thoughts that we're going to be talking about. It's the ones that have a detrimental impact. Now, if you want to find out which of these thoughts you tend to have, you can head over to my website and you can download a free cognitive distortions exercise, which is basically a whole list of these different types of negative thoughts and a description of what each one is. So you can go through and you can have a look at which ones you tend to do, because we all tend to do certain ones. Some people tend to do a lot of them. Some people only do a couple, but they do them loads. So it's all very individual as to what kind of negative thoughts we tend to have. Now, I've spoken about this a lot, as I've mentioned on other episodes, but I've had a few questions recently and conversations, as I mentioned with a client, around how common negative thinking really is. Um, because I think it's quite easy to think that if you're struggling with anxiety or depression that your negative thoughts are particularly bad and that might not necessarily be the case. The difference between somebody who's struggling with a mental health issue and somebody who is not is more the strategy around dealing with those negative thoughts. That's the key difference and this really is quite a key point because negative thoughts are actually really normal. We all have them. Um, If you don't ever have them, I mean, that's great for you, but it would be a really rare situation to absolutely never have any negative thoughts at all. And these negative thoughts can crop up for everybody at different times. So even people who are really confident, who are really comfortable in their own skin, who are particularly successful, will still have negative thoughts because we all have little insecurities, little things that we worry about, little things that have happened to us in the past maybe that have made us feel uncomfortable that we want to avoid. We all tend to have these things. So one of the first things that I think is really key to understand is that negative thinking is really, really normal and everybody does it. The key difference between somebody who is struggling with a mental health issue is that those negative thoughts go on to have a really negative impact on their life. For somebody who is not struggling with a mental health issue, who has a normal level of confidence, 
they will probably find that their strategies for dealing with them, probably without even realising, are much better. So what are we talking about here? I'm going to use myself as an example um, because it's less intrusive than using clients as examples. Um, but I would consider myself as somebody who doesn't struggle with mental health issues anymore, although I have done very much so in the past. But I still get plagued by negative thinking and they come up in a range of different scenarios. So this morning, for example, um, I went out for a 12 mile run. I'm back training for the London Marathon, which may or may not happen in October. We don't know yet. Um, but if it does, I want to be ready for it. So I'm back in training for it. And I was running on my own, which um, I do do a fair amount, but I prefer to run with somebody if possible. It's more friendly. You get to chat as you're going along. You can kind of distract yourself from your own head. So I'm already in a situation where I'm potentially a bit more vulnerable to negative thoughts. And it's absolutely inevitable that these negative thoughts crop up before you even go out. Suddenly I start noticing like little twinges in my knees, thinking, oh no, am I, am I getting sore? Is there something wrong? Starting to notice how tired I'm feeling. Maybe I've not got enough energy for this. Suddenly starting to notice little negative things that are just stopping me from feeling too motivated or too excited about going out for a run. They, negative thoughts can crop up as well um, during a run when things start to get difficult. Um, I, I live in a valley which is absolutely beautiful, it's a really nice place to live but whatever direction you go in you have to go up various hills um, and back down various hills and then back up other ones so it's quite hilly terrain around here and you can guarantee that your mind is going to start giving you negatives halfway up a hill saying you can't do this there's no way you're going to be fit enough for this your body hurts too much you're out of breath too much uh, there's no way i can keep going all of these kind of negative thoughts and to give you more examples as well just to really drive home that point that negative thinking is actually really normal I get negative thoughts when I'm about to do a workshop or speak in front of people. Um, I worry about my content. Is it good enough? Is it interesting enough? Does it cover enough information? Is it actually going to help the people that are there? Am I going to be able to present it well? What if I make a mistake? So these negative thoughts are really, really normal. And anyone that tells you that they never think negative thoughts, I would challenge them on that because I don't entirely believe that that's possible. So the trick really is, how do we deal with them? Because that's the difference. The difference between me personally being able to go for a run despite having negative thoughts is different to somebody who doesn't have the confidence to go out and give it a go. So what do we do? There's various different things. And the key thing I'm going to say here is that it's really important that you find something that works for you personally. Um, because I work with a lot of different types of people and I've also met a lot of therapists. And I know therapists can get very uh, locked in on a certain technique and they think that that's the way to fix everything. Um, and in my experience, that's not how it works. My experience is that each individual person needs to find what works for them. So I'm going to make some suggestions, but don't feel like you have to do these things. Play with them, experiment with them, try different things, do whatever you want. Just think about how you can create some sort of strategy for dealing with negative thoughts. So there's a few key things you can do. You can challenge the negative thoughts. So when I'm before a run, 
thinking, oh, maybe I'm too tired to go for a run. Because, you know, there's always a part of you that doesn't want to go for a run. You can challenge that. You can say, you know, in my case, I'd already had two rest days in a row. So there's no way. There's no way that I didn't have the energy for this. I knew that I'd been eating well. I knew that I'd slept well. Realistically speaking, I do have the energy for this. And even if I don't, I can find the energy for this because we always have more energy than we think we do, especially when it comes to running. So you can challenge it. You can try flattering yourself. You can say, well, isn't it going to be amazing if you go for a run, even though you're tired? Like, how proud of that are you going to be? You could try all sorts of different things to make it worthwhile to you. So I like to imagine how I'm going to feel when I finish the run, how pleased I'm going to be. Um, I like to think about how many calories I'm going to have burned, because although I don't stress particularly about how I look, it is something that is worth keeping an eye on. All of these things, you can pick out what works for you. And the key thing for me, because I'm training for something in particular, is to imagine myself finishing the marathon and how pleased I'm going to be if I do it in a half decent time. So that's one way that you can combat negative thoughts and how you can find yourself a positive alternative even when there's a possibility that there's some truth behind your negative thought. Because this is often the thing and this is often the tripping point for a lot of clients is that we say you need to find a positive alternative to your negative thoughts and they struggle to do that. And the positive alternative basically just needs to be something that makes you feel better about the situation. So in my case, it's things like imagining how I feel at the end of the run. It's not always just the opposite of the negative thought. It can be something else entirely. That's absolutely fine. The key thing is that you work with yourself and the way that you think, the things that motivate you, the things that make you feel better, and really tap into that. It's perfectly okay to go for a run or whatever because you're looking forward to being able to uh, show off about how far you've run. That's absolutely fine too. As long as the positive thing is something that motivates you personally, it is absolutely fine. There's no judgments here. And that's the key thing. We like to judge ourselves a lot. And especially social media has made us even better at it because we can judge ourselves against other people uh, on an almost constant basis. But be really honest about your intentions for doing something, the reasons why you want to do something and get excited about them. That's a really good way of combating negative thoughts because they will crop up, crop up. Absolutely, they will. Now, this leads us quite nicely into understanding that negative thoughts are normal and this concept of toxic positivity. Now, I did do a podcast on it a little while ago, um, so you can head back and hear about it in more detail. Um, but basically, toxic positivity is where people give the impression or they believe that in order to be healthy and happy, somebody must never have negative thoughts at all. That's absolutely not the case. There is no evidence to back that up. And it's a horrible way of looking at things because it really demonises the negative thoughts. The negative thoughts are obviously unhelpful, but that doesn't mean that we don't have them or can't use them in a productive way. The key thing is developing a strategy so that when you have negative thoughts, you can do something about it. And actually, that helps you become a much more rounded, um, 
better developed person in general because it makes you much more capable of dealing with situations that don't go to plan or situations that massively don't go to plan <laughs> or just situations that you know don't go how you want them to. If you're somebody who is constantly persuading yourself that you have to be positive all the time, then you're not going to be able to deal with those situations. Whereas if you understand that negative thinking is just a normal part of who we are and what we do as a species, to be honest, develop a strategy for it, then you're going to be much more resilient to things going wrong, much more resilient to disappointments and much more resilient when it comes to doing things outside of your comfort zone. So I hope that's interesting to you and I hope it makes you think a little bit more because one of the downsides of social media and memes and things is we can get this perception of positivity that isn't actually correct. Positivity isn't naive. It doesn't ignore the fact that negative things happen. It's a conscious choice to find the best in the situation that you're in. And that doesn't mean ignoring the negatives because you can still acknowledge the negatives of a situation. It just means finding a way forward that's the best way for you. So that's the real take home here is find the best way for you to work around your negative thoughts. Make sure you find out what your negative thoughts are first. Make sure you're aware of them and that you know when they're happening and then develop some sort of way that you can actually turn those negatives into a positive or acknowledge the negatives and find positives anyway and start to do the things that you want to be able to do but maybe your mental health issues are holding you back instead. If you have any questions or you want to talk more about negative thinking or appropriate positive thinking, so obviously not being a toxic positivity person, but having a level of positivity that's actually beneficial to you, then please do get in touch. I have a range of online courses where you can learn self-hypnosis, the anxiety to confidence course, which is my, my absolute favourite and flagship course, which takes you from anxiety helps you understand a lot of this thinking, this negative thinking, helps you develop a plan to stop negative thinking or challenge it or overcome it, and also uses some hypnosis MP3s as well to make sure that you can change and take as much control as you want. That's the key thing, is keeping control over these issues. There is also a positive thinking challenge as well, which is a really great way to practice positivity in a kind of controlled, safe way. Um, there's daily positivity exercises and it's a really good way of getting into that mindset of, yes, there's negatives, but I'm going to look for the positives too, to kind of balance out that thinking as much as we possibly can. So if you're interested in any of those things, make sure you head to my website. You can find all of the details there and that's at www.anxietytoconfidence.com. That's the number two, so anxietytoconfidence.com. I hope you have a fantastic week and I look forward to speaking to you all again next week. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Anxiety to Confidence podcast. You can find more information and my extensive blog at www.anxietytoconfidence.com. That's the number two, anxietytoconfidence.com.